Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, the host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now-ish. Welcome, welcome. You're tuning in to Right Now-ish. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Today we're talking music, heritage, pro football, and how a multi-talented human being who goes by the name of Laren Wong came out of the Bay Area, more specifically, Union City. Laren is this talented vocalist and musician. He's been on my radar for a while, and this year he's gotten on the map of even more folks. After releasing his latest album, Songs That I Hate to Sing, Laren has done a few shows, and he's about to embark on a small tour. Earlier this year, he even appeared on the web-based musical performance series, Colors. But before he was being heard on radio stations internationally or playing football professionally, Laren was just a kid from the Bay. How do you get to where he is today? That story coming up in a hot one. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. Let's start at the start, man. You grew up in Union City. What was it like growing up out there? Man, Union City was so dope. Very uh, vibrant, culturally diverse melting pot. A lot of skateboarding, a lot of, like, in the early thousands. A lot of sports. Just, you know, it was ideal. I want to know, when were you first exposed to music? Like, your earliest memories of just being, yeah, showing what music can do. The first time, and I remember it, and it's going to be the opening scene for my movie. I was a little kid, right? My eyes are like at everybody's kneecaps or waist type shit. Like I'm that small. And I walk up and it's real dark. It was one of my grandpa's shows. I'm walking you through the scene, how I see it in my head. But it was really just one of my grandpa's shows in San Jose back in the day. Your grandfather was a musician. What was his title? He was band leader. I knew him as Mr. B in his band. In addition to being a band leader in San Jose, Mr. B, Butler Wong, was a member of the New York Philharmonic. That's a world-renowned orchestra that's been around for 180 years. One might imagine that Laren's grandpa had a lot of musical knowledge to pass on. I remember he was real big on like 
learning how to read notation and music. See, back when he was playing, like you couldn't airdrop somebody a beat. <laughs> you had to actually like write it down and they'll have to sit down and play it like, oh, this is fire. So yeah, that was like a big thing that he really took pride in. What is the influence that your grandfather left on you? He was a bebopper. So just pretty much things that you could expect of a, you know, East Coast, very hip jazz cat. The crazy, like how we be using the lingo, that's kind of like a lineage thing. Cause my grandpa and I was like, having conversations with him, his lingo was crazy. Any specific words come to mind? Just cat and like reefer and you know what I mean? Those type of phrases where it's like, he really talk like that, you know? Got you, okay, that old school slang and like 1950s, 60s, bebop slang. His grandpa laid a musical foundation and Laren rolled with it. And then he combined the flavor from his family with the insight from folks in his social circles. I picked up the guitar in seventh grade and it would be like that period before the first bell. My boy Nate brought out his acoustic and started going crazy. That was my first time ever seeing like a peer of mine, like one of my homies like really doing that shit. Instantly went to my dad like, I gotta get a guitar dad. I think he had one laying around the house and shit. I picked it up and literally was walking around with no case. <laughs> I used to be walking around with a fucking guitar. Logan High School, man, a reputation for just turning out football champs. And you play ball there as well. What was your experience like at Logan High? Shit, I was playing. <laughs> I was playing. <laughs> I played linebacker and running back. I mean, just ask you straightforward. Were you out there hitting fools? Yeah, you can look it up. But I'm not happy about it now because it's like, to be completely honest, bro, I've had so many concussions. Mm. And I feel crazy saying it. I'm scared what that might, you know, what the implications of that might be for me. Dang. And you played all the way you played all the way up. You played high school all the way up through college at Northwestern. Yes, Northwestern was so bro, Chicago was a very formative period of my life, man. Complete culture shock, bro. I was so uh, unprepared. <laughs> Bring me into it. Yeah, literally everything, bro, from like the culture of the football program to the culture of the school to just like harder classes to just like like the demographic of the school, like it's no black people. Everything was just different. Yeah, I had to do it that for sure, but I learned I can. At Northwestern, there were some great instructors that really kind of like had me take a second look at art. I had an intro to drawing teacher. I forgot her last name, but Dev, she was so dope. She was like with the charcoal drawing, got me kind of just hip to like form and drawing and stuff like that, shading and stuff. And then Zachary Buckner, my painting teacher, he kind of really put me on to just oil paint. I had a real introduction in Chicago. I used to be at the Art Institute every weekend. I love art, bro. Northwestern pushed Laren to grow in a few ways. Academically, he graduated with a degree in communications. As a football player, he eventually went pro, signing a contract with the Seattle Seahawks. But it was his artistic side that grew the most. And then you pivoted to music full time. What was the, was it a day? Was it a moment? Were you in the studio? When did it click? Man, I kind of got to a low point to where it's like, you you do something for so long and it's done now. <laughs> you do something your entire life and then it's done. So kind of your reason for being goes away for a little bit. So I kind of had an existential crisis, bro. Like I had to figure out what I'm here for, <laughs> you know? And I, and, I, and I did so much research. I did so much studying on just like philosophies, all the stuff and life trajectories and approaches to how I should go about it. And the only thing that made sense was just doing what I wanted to do, which was music. 
that's when those childhood musical seeds started to sprout. Laren took to singing and playing the guitar, and he hasn't turned back since. You could hear it in his songs like Stunt With Me, where the groovy chords and smooth vocals combine to make a head-nodding track. Even still, sentiments from his football days show up in his music, like in his song Early 2000's Interlude. This year, 2022, you dropped songs that I hate to sing. There's a lot of, like, almost like baby making music. A lot of love and things that go along with love. Um, the standout, one of the standout tracks is Mama. It's a, a track about a, a woman talking to her mother about their significant other or somebody who they've broken up with is what I gather from it. Shout out Drew Banga for doing the bass line on Mama. Shout out Ramon Chriswell and my boy Lyrical Miracle Camp Kid for helping me write that record. And shout out, uh, yeah, shout out the inspiration for that song. The inspiration, come on, man. You're beating around a bush. Come on, you. <laughs> I sort of know. You wrote this song about a real life situation? Yes. Okay, now we're talking. It feels dope that people like resonate with it, you know? It feels dope that every time I challenge myself to just be honest, you know, and, and candid about how I'm feeling about certain things and to see how people gravitate, like how it resonates with people, it's, it's been pretty amazing to see, especially like when you do it on the road. Only heaven knows. What was the thought process behind that song? Women, bro. Women is usually the <laughs> the inspiration for the music. But me and Solo were both talking to t two girls at the time and uh, at the end of college. You know what I mean? They were both in pivotal points in their life. So we kind of wrote the record to that, like speaking to them. But shout out Kristen Holt. She's the female voice on that song. Funny enough, she doesn't even, she's not even like a, she doesn't record that often as a musical artist and put stuff out. She's fire. Where our time will go. Being self-taught, also having the family influence, um, how is how have artists from the Bay Area influenced your craft? As I got into high school, I started to do more history and see that it's like, oh, it's not just hip hop. It's actually like a crazy lineage of artistry out here, like Sly and the Family Stone, Tony Tony Tone. Yeah, and I listen. I study that. Stuff. I listen to it religiously. Like the VH1 Soul Stage, where Raphael's wearing the yellow suit. 
I could sing that thing verbatim. Here we are in the room together. Hold your hands, it's got to thank you. And I know that you're in the mood. Yeah, so being being the sponge that I try to be, it uh it bleeds into my music. J Ant and HBK gang, what role did they play in developing and helping you develop your craft? After I stopped playing football, I started to come out to LA more and I met Jay. I literally came up as a fan, like, what's up, bro? <laughs> like he uh he called me the next day. Apparently he had listened to like, you know, the music I had sent him and stuff I had out. He was like, Bro, you need to come out to LA immediately. He had a situation where he was writing music for other people, so he would bring me to all the sessions. Yeah, it kind of just gave me my footing. Like, he allowed me to get a, a, my footing in the industry out here. So thinking of your legacy and taking influence from the Bay and also your family, what is your legacy? I just want people to trust themselves. I just want to be an inspiration to people. Just show like if I could do it, I'm from New City. <laughs> There's no big music artist or, you know, it was really kind of all cultivated by the community that I was at. Laren Wong, the multi-talented musician, and he's a visual artist too, man. Y'all go ahead and check out his paintings. I appreciate the constant growth and development, not being pigeonholed into one identity or form of expression. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story with us. For more information on his shows and his music, check out his Instagram page at Laren Wong. That's all one word spelled L-A-R-R-E-N-W-O-N-G. Or you can search for his music on any streaming platform. Marisol Medina Cadena is the producer of Right Nowish. Chris Hamburg is the editor. Seal Muller is our engineer. Rice Stottenborough is our engagement intern. Corey Antonio Rose is the Right Nowish intern. Cesar Saldana and Ria Garwa are the engagement leads. Ethan Tovin Lindsay, Jen Chien, and Holly Kernan are the KQED execs. I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, encouraging you all to keep growing. Peace. Right Nowish is a KQED production. Funding for Right Nowish comes from Akhenati Foundation, supporting the development of powerful social change movements to eliminate structural racism. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as like the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. 
And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.